The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Feel it coming in the air. Yeah. And the screams from everywhere. Yeah. I'm addicted to the thrill. I'm ready. It's a dangerous Stop. love affair. Can't be scared when it goes down. Got a problem, tell me Stop. now. Only thing that's on my mind is who goes this town tonight. Hey, welcome to the Formula Sports Talk. We are live. It is a Friday. Uh, definitely Friday. Should be a good day. Supposed to be a good day. Let's start off with a good show. Alex Clancy is in the studio. The number to the show is 888-346-9144. We have quite a few things in sports, as always, to talk about. You know, we sometimes get political, but that's sports. Sports is political itself. Alex Clancy, welcome to the show. Happy Friday. Yeah, you as well. Friday, Happy- Friday, or is it just Friday? It's Friday. Okay. So it's real okay. Friday. Okay. Monday, Friday. Tuesday, Friday. So on and so forth. But Friday, okay. which we should have some Friday music. We should have some Friday skits. I, you know, I've been asking this this radio station for years. I need to put a montage together to open up the show. I mean, I like Jay Z and Rihanna, but you know, sometimes you got to switch it up. You got to have a montage of show uh, of music. Might be the only show I ever been on since '97, since I've been doing this. That everything is just the same. Kwame Lasha Sports Talk, Alex Clancy and Studio. We were off, off talking about a bunch of stuff. Yesterday it was the SB 1062. We, we didn't finish, but we're finished. Uh, if something comes up, you know, we will talk about that in all sports. Tiger Woods is playing at the Honda Classic. Stunk up the joint. Yeah, this I mean, is why I got He's favorite. in the field. He's in the field. Yeah, he's <laughs> in the field. Um, it's only been three times that he's done that. Shot one over and came back to win. Uh, and I think that was at the Honda Classic. Uh, but... I don't, I don't know why this guy, last year he was a player of the year. Um, I'm a huge fan of Tiger Woods. I'm a huge fan of a lot of those guys. In fact, um, Freddie Couples, one of my favorites. He's just so smooth, the way he go about his business on the golf course. Um, it was emotional when he got that award, and he just teared up. I don't know if you saw that. He, but You don't watch golf, but he teared no, up. of course I do. Uh, but it was just amazing. You get to a certain point, and you play for a while, and you just go about your business. And then when you get an award that you wasn't expecting to get, especially at that time, it just bring a lot of emotion to it. Uh, but he's one of my favorite. But the Honda Classic, uh, Roy McIlroy is leading. He was leading the last time I checked. Uh, it was, shoot, by one or two. Yeah, he's up four now. Yeah, up four. He's at 11 under through 17. And I'm wondering, this the, I'm wondering if this is the Roy McIlroy we saw that when he, was, when he lost the Masters, but he came back and won the U.S. Open. But he was on fire that year. He was winning a lot. We, I do know last year he had a change of clubs. Uh, that could be the difference. That's the difference in a lot of things. You got to get familiar with the clubs. I thought it was a plan for Tiger Woods to get real close to who his competition, his closest competition was, and that was Rory McIlroy. He fell off a little while, but right now he's in rare form. I know this is just the first tournament of the year, one of the first tournaments in the year you did have in January. They played out in Hawaii twice, uh, both courses out there, both islands out there, I should say. But Tiger Woods being behind, it's not anything. It's like the first game of the season, first game of the football season. It's just the first game. There's no, there's no Super Bowl winners right there. Yeah, but it was something last year when he won, th- what, three out of the first four or something? 
So, and that that's all he won all year. So, I mean, it, I don't know if this is a precursor to what's going to happen or if this is the year that he's going to win the majors and he's just not going to care about anything else. And Which would golf be is, great for Yeah, him. I mean, this is turning everything the Tiger has done in recent history on its head because he usually comes out and is at least in contention at Torrey Pines at the Farmers Insurance Open. And, I mean, I don't think he ever plays in Hawaii. I think his first tournament is always yeah. the Not former. Since he was a kid. Yeah, the former Buick Invitational, and then he's won seven times. He's won the Byron Nelson six times, Honda Classic somewhere around there as well. So these were the three that he won last year. And I think this course is right down the street from his house, isn't it? In Jupiter? In Jupiter, Florida. Yeah, yeah so I, I, it, this, doesn't, this would matter, I think, to many other golfers, but Tiger's really written the book, erased it, rewritten it, Changed his clubs, changed his swing. Even when he was at the top of his game, changed his swing, tweaked it. Uh, I just think he's bored. And, and, and he's got a, I mean, an age at golf, even though he's been through surgeries that not many golfers have been through, it's not a factor. I mean, the knees, yes, are bad. If he, if he starts having nagging back issues, which is what which is what spurned Freddie Couples' career, and Freddie Couples, my dad turned me on. My dad showed me Freddie Couples play when I was seven years old. He's the one that made me start liking golf. So I do have an affinity He's for, so for Freddie Couples as well. I understand it. And but the thing is with Freddie, really quick, seems like he never had the killer instinct. He he just didn't. Phil doesn't have the killer instinct. Um, like Freddie's just always very aloof. I mean, not aloof is not right. He's very just because I don't even know what aloof means. Yeah, I mean, he's not. He never really has the game face. You no, know, he's he, always smiling, waving at the crowd, which is great, which is what the... Which is what the but he competes at a high level, and he doesn't like have that. And you can say that about Freddie Couples, and then you look over to Phil Mickelson, he never has a game face, but, but he's but kind he of in the middle of... Level. Yeah, and, and he, takes a, he takes a lot of chances that most, if not any, golfers will not. I think I so like I think to that's see, a killer instinct in and of itself. I kind of like to see my favorite athletes that play at a high level. I like to see them with that killer instinct. And But it's uh, golf, though. It's, it's a little different, isn't Tiger it? Tiger has a killer instinct. I know he, he does. He's the, he's, I, I understand. Um, I'm taking him away from that. Yeah, but those guys, like Phil's one of my favorite. Phil's a, he's an ex-Hall of Fame golfer. He just got that goofy walk and yeah, that goofy you, look. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you I make just, fun of him all the time. Yeah, but I know I make fun of him because he, he, he's really a favorite of mine, though. Um, Freddie Couples, they just, Freddie Couples so laid back. Phil is laid back in his own way. Phil... He's one of those guys to put a lot of things before golf, but still come out and play at a high level. A lot more things is more important than golf, but he comes out and play at a high level. And it's just it's just that look like as far as Tiger Woods, that killer instinct he has it. He was you was mentioning early, Tiger Woods winning a lot early last year. He was player of the year last year. I think From he the won, first two months of the season, I'll, and that was it. But he won four or five. You can't discount the wins. I don't care when they come. It's not like the um like we we will see in the NBA. Who's the hot team now? You went in late, or football? You went in late, and you're going into the playoffs. College you, football, especially college, fo- college football, especially. And then with the rankings and how the rank the BS was, um, I call it the BS for a reason. No, I, I caught it. Okay, how you how you win lately, and you can all automatically by fan favorite jump over some team. Tiger Woods won early, and those those matches are hard to win. And he won early, and he stacked up his four or five wins, became Player of the Year. Right now, he's playing on a course that he's very familiar with. I just didn't see the focus was because he missed a, like a, a one footer putt. He missed a one foot putt. Um, but even in all this, Tiger Woods. Let, let's go. Let's move on a little bit to even the situation he had back there. Not to even bring that up to for a conversation, but you know he has a AT and T used to sponsor his his tournament at the Congressional, and he's even then he's still marketable. He's still the best golfer to me in the world, although he doesn't have the best record ever in golf. Uh, but 
Quicken Loans is a title sponsor now for Congressional. He can, I mean, just just linking up with Tiger Woods is like a moneymaker. Yeah. Whether he's winning or losing, um, and he's still able to generate money for everyone else. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I agree. And, and, and there's a lot of guys out there that can do that. I think that's Roy why he, one too. That's why he's still getting paid to go to tournaments. Like the the one in Dubai, that I mean, like he'll get he'll get a two million dollar, one million, two million, three million dollars show up he, bonus. He he and, and then Roy. it doesn't really matter. I know. You know but, I mean, it, it, and now, on top of the winning, he can get that money. He get the bonus for showing up, as you mentioned. And if he wins the tournament, he get that. So majors that are the only things that are important to him anymore. Hey, well, he it has to be because and no, but does that show some lack of professionalism? Not at all. Not at all. Not, he, not when he, it's a not when it's a uh, when it's a. A, a one-person sport like, I don't like think, tennis, golf. No, because I don't really think um, we see the individual, but we don't see the, the the team behind it. There's a team in golf. There's a team in. He's tennis. fired everybody that has helped him to get him to where he is. But he has a team. He has. A, let's talk. Of ten, let's let's take Tiger Woods out. Let's talk tennis. Uh, There's a team uh, of tennis. You might see, let's say Venus or Serena. You may see one of them on the court, but there's a team behind them to help them get there. In golf, he has a caddy. Those caddies are very instrumental in, in what those guys do out there. Because those, if you didn't need a caddy, you carry your own bag. If you didn't need a guy who walks those greens or familiar with those greens just to, just as you are. I know Michelle Wee had to get a caddy because he was great at reading the greens. And, and she needed that, but she hit the ball long. I talked to a guy, a college scout, who recruit women golfers. He said, we look for uh, the ladies that can hit it far just can hit it 300 yards, we'll teach them the rest of the stuff. That's collegiate level. And they figure, you know, well, it's, all, it's about winning that, those NCAA tournaments on a college level. I was in uh, Jamaica uh, years back, played at the White Witch. Now, I had two caddies with me. I would beat those. It was, a, it was a male and a female. I would beat both of them in, in their best ball. But they read the greens with precision. They were professional at that thing. I'm like, I didn't see any of that. But they say, put it right here. I'm like, I don't see that. I just don't see it. But why would I pay for two caddies and not go by their word? Yeah. I put it right there, and it does every time. They didn't steer me wrong, not once, not once. But so there is a team in, in, in those individual sports that we see that is only one guy hitting the ball. He has to practice. He don't go to practice by himself. He goes with his caddy most of the time. Yeah. Now, with him getting rid of Stevie Williams and— Stevie got, he got bigger than Tiger. He'll never be bigger than Tiger. He tried to get bigger than Tiger. Okay, and, and he's won a major with Adam Scott yeah. since Tiger has let him go, and Tiger hasn't won Jack that, that, when it comes that, to that. I'm just saying. I, I'm I just know, saying. Yes. What that mean though? When it, you say that, it means that because that is true. But what does means it mean? that Tiger needs to swallow his pride and keep Steve around. No, no way, no way. Steve was doing some. Okay, if you my caddy and we got it. Well, you, you, well, you got to take the book away. All the book stuff that he wrote afterwards, you got to take that away. I'm not taking that away. That away. You I'm, have to because it happened afterwards. The if, books, he ne- if he never got rid of Stevie Williams, so if he, if he stayed with Steve and then when Tiger retired, was those books gonna come out? Anyway? No, probably not. But if if we, you're not making any sense. <laughs> what but are you okay. talking? No, th- when, that book was written after he left. Caddy. Right, you're my caddy. I can't jeopardize your moral, who you are as a person, and say. Well, we know what Tiger Woods did. And some of those things, i, I got to imagine Stevie knew about them. I can't jeopardize you as a person and say, don't tell my wife or don't do this, don't do that. I guess that just had to separate. Stevie probably told him something. Tiger probably didn't. I'm just speculating. Probably Tiger probably didn't want to do it uh, as far as, you know, let's focus more on golf. We got majors to win. We got this, we got that. I know Tiger focuses majors. That doesn't make him unprofessional asking your question. I think we looked at, I look at him as the best golfer in the world, but as far as the Golf records, he's not the best golfer. Um, it's just, those are the facts. But that's why he take it major so important. He put it in our brains that 
I'm about these majors. So when he don't win the majors, we, we go hard on him. So no, I'm, I don't. But he said that president for himself. And, yeah, exactly. And, and also, okay, so with Steve Williams, say fine. Okay, so so it was the the um, the water was poisoned with all the stuff that happened with his ex wife. Okay, so say that's true. His uh, nanny, go ahead. His well, nanny didn't marry. It wasn't his nanny. No, it was he, Jesper Parnum. It was Jesper Parnum, but she was yeah. a nanny. Right. That, that turned to. Uh, but that, so his ex wife is true. Yeah, I know. The ex wife well, part, yeah. Smart woman. Yeah, um, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. So um, he gets rid of Stevie Williams, fine. He got rid of uh, Butch Harmon before that, right? Butch Harmon was gone before that. Before all of this stuff happened, there was something wrong with Tiger and his interpersonal skills, which we've noticed for a long time. And I think Tiger bit himself in the behind by not being able to say when he's wrong, potentially. I mean, this is, again, this is all speculation, but something went wrong. Butch Harmon is, probably, is the best uh, swing coach in golf, and he has been. You know, Hank Haney, But let me fine, ask you this, Alex. To, let me ask you this to that. Don't you think uh, some relationships you, you can move on from? I'm not saying Harmon was... It, it's professional. I, it's professional. Right. It, it's, it's not friends. It's professional. No, and some somebody are, overstepped their boundary of golfer or caddy. I'm not sure. Let me not tell you, caddy. Let me tell you what uh, I swing think coach happened. for that one. Go ahead. Go ahead, and, I, and I'll, tell you, I'll tell you what I think happened. I think, well, I think both their heads got too big. I will, that, yeah. I'll, I mean, that, I mean that, that. that's what I figure it, on, the, on the surface. That's what it seems like happened. And both of them, I mean, Butch Harmon will always find a golfer to mold and help win and try to get to Tiger's level, but it's never going to be Tiger. It's never and Tiger's going to find a swing coach that's going to try and tweak his swing. Oh, I like Harman, this. I like. Do you think Butch Harmon made his name off Tiger? I think that his name was. He didn't have. Who was did he injected have before into Tiger? steroids. People knew him around the golf community. But, but before Tiger, before and after Tiger, was Butch Harmon the Butch Harmon we know? I'm, I'm after saying, Tiger, yes. Before Tiger, he was just another coach. So after Tiger, yes. He, his name ballooned like crazy. Okay, that's what I'm saying. But so, for, so when I say in relationships and these partnerships, can these guys move on? I'm, I, I thought, and I heard rumors about this. The Tiger said, well, well, you know, Butch charged Tiger this, and then he charged other people that. I think both of their heads got too big or both of them felt they was using each other or maybe Tiger felt Butch was using Ty- his name or his brand more than, more than he was getting out of Butch. We can finish this up real quick and we'll move on to another subject, but we'll take a break right now. Cormorized Sports Talk, Alex Clancy in the studio. We'll be right back. What's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America show or host? For the latest news, visit the iRadio blog at iradioblog.com. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Hi, I'm Joe Swedish, CEO of WellPoint. We proudly support the March of Dimes and all they do to reduce the rate of premature birth in the United States. Though premature births have recently declined, still half a million babies are born too soon each year. We're helping the March of Dimes fund cutting-edge research and community programs that help moms and their babies live healthier lives. Please visit marchofdimes.com 
and join us in working together for stronger, healthier babies. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash World Talk Radio or search for the keywords World Talk Radio. Once you're a part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the World Talk Radio network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash World Talk Radio or search for World Talk Radio. Get ahead in business and life. Read Getting It Done, 1,000 of the Best-Kept Secrets for Success in Business and Life by John Capozzi. Learn how John, a successful Connecticut businessman, obtained 13 corporate promotions in 13 years. This book makes a fantastic gift for anyone who wants to get ahead in business. Voice America will donate a portion of every copy sold to the USO. Visit gettingitdone.com and enter promo code VA1234 at checkout to get a 10% discount. That's gettingitdone.com, promo code VA1234 for a 10% discount today. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Welcome back to the show. Cut that music out of our ear from our sports talk, Alex Clancy. You know, our show goes so fast, we need all the time we can. Although Kevin does a great job uh, of everything he's doing, actually. Um... We were talking about Tiger Woods. Let's let's get off Tiger Woods. Uh, let's get off golf for much. I, I, I'm I'm a fan of golf. No, okay. I'm a fan of golf. Question. Um, and I no, we were talking about Butch Harmon. Yeah, we were. Okay, Tiger I don't okay. care about Butch Harmon at all. Yes, you do. Um, I don't. Um, yes, you do. So now, so guy. now, Tiger obviously, and this has been highly documented just by the numbers that have come out. Tiger isn't playing in the early 2000s, in the late 90s, where he started, where the field was weaker. Now it was always on PTI. You'd always see. Tiger Woods or the field, and Pete, they would pick Tiger Woods. Right. The field is so strong now, literally anybody could win any week. I mean, take the top 50 golfers, anybody could win. Look at what Jordan Spieth did last year as a Even rookie. Even when Tiger's hot, anybody can win in that field. Right. Those guys are too good. Right, because he always had Saturday and Sunday, mm-hmm. and he didn't shoot a round of 60 on the weekend for any major last year. I think maybe it was the last major, and he was so far out of contention that it didn't matter. I think Tiger. But, I mean, that's, that was Tiger's ace in the hole. Everybody knew it was coming. Saturday was moving day, and Sunday was bring, bring the noise. And now with people putting up good scores on Thursday and Friday, Tiger can't just shoot even the first two rounds at the Masters or, I mean, or at the U.S. Open, shoot two over, depending on how tough the course is, and just blow it up on the weekend because people are still putting up those good scores. Well, you've seen in, the, uh, in, in most of the majors that plus ones were winning the major, uh, and Tiger was right there uh, at even, uh, but plus ones were even or, or plus two or plus three. Those was amazing because they uh, the way they they make these greens uh, the ball can't hold. Uh, if you want to, I remember Pebble Beach was uh, that was PGA I think, but I mean they made the court they make the courses so hard. They made the courses so hard, especially in the U.S. Open, and obviously that yields really awful scores. I'm trying to I'm trying to remember who beat Tiger when Tiger had the lead, and I think that's when he fell off, and not the off the field off the course issues. I'm thinking it, it happened. We've always known Tiger when he had a lead, he just cruised to the yeah. finish line. But he had the lead, and um, what's the Asian um, player? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I know. Uh, beat I know. him. He was, but then and that guy's pretty KJ good. KJ Choi. I might have been KJ Choi. Yeah, because he hit he hit a three wood. He th- flew a three wood from right. from the from the fairway to uh, about ten feet. I, I think, remember that. I think that's when Tiger fell off. I yeah. think. I think. Oh that, no. That, what, not, it wasn't KJ Choi. Not fell off. It was. Um, what's his name? Okay, uh, just keep talking. Yeah. I'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> but I, but I, I want to say. He fell off. I would say uh, 
that the field said, well, he can be beat with a lead. And everybody started coming back to him. Then, even with Tiger, as strong as his mind is, even with his own psyche and his own mental, he started, you know, it just. Y.E. Yang. Y.E. Yang. That's, that's him. Yep. That's the guy. Y.E. Yang. Uh, when he beat Tiger, it, I, from there, it was not so, not downhill, because that was not, not the right word, but he was sliding. Yeah, I mean, but, and that kind of also puts into perspective what everybody else felt. The whole time Tiger would come back in majors, and I mean, look at what look at what he did with Rocco, the U.S. Open at, at Torrey Pines. That was the last major he won. I was rooting for 2008. I think yeah, it was. I was yeah. rooting for Rocco. And I was, but, but. you know, that my story that I was at the restaurant. I was standing behind Tiger on the 18th green when he when he hit that putt right. to go into the to go into the playoff. That was one of the best performances ever in golf. When he was on one knee, he, he had no cartilage in one knee. Leg. Yeah, he was turning on the Torrey Pines. Uh, Torrey Pines rough. He was he was just torquing his body, mm-hmm. contorting his body, and he hits that putt. Those putts aren't going to go in forever. Like I don't think he's worked. I mean, especially after all the stuff that's happened in his personal life, right. your mental capacity gets fractured, and it's tough to get back to the level that you were. And he hasn't yet. Scottsdale Police Department can now close the file <laughs> on the matter of Richie Incognito, black Ferrari. Uh, that early, <laughs> that early today, Incognito admit that the police that. He was smashing up his own car with the bat. What do you make of that? Well, you just you. I think you mentioned this yesterday that we were, we wasn't talking about Richie Incognito. We were talking about story disappeared. We were talking about you were saying mm-hmm. the SP ten nine ten sixty two will decimate. Nobody's talked about it today on the air. I haven't heard anything on the air today. You, you, I've been listening for two and a half hours. You had your radio off. That's why. Uh, oh no! Yeah. I mean, it's it so will, and it he's will back be, and he's back. But but. What do you make of this guy? Is he does he have to be in the news? What are you taking a bet to your Ferrari? I for? wish that he would come out just like Jonathan Martin did and be like like I mean we we know some stuff from researchers or reporters that have asked him questions about his past and his childhood. I wish he would sit at a press conference and just let loose. Let everybody know why or what what's caused him to do all these things. I, I hate when athletes are being politically correct. Their agent is telling them to say one thing. Their publicist is telling them to say the same thing. Here's a written letter that we wrote for you that you need to read. Just be human and let it loose. Write a letter. Have somebody edit it. Write a letter and just give it to somebody. Give it to a publication. Let everybody read how much pain you're in, and we'll, we will we will empathize with you, and you can actually see you as a human being and not a monster because everybody looks at him like a monster now. You know, tell me when you were bullied when you were younger. Tell me when people started calling you fat, how it made you feel. Like all of these things, I want to hear from him. I don't want to speculate. And he, he charged, he checked himself into a psychiatric ward, which is the new. And then that's one thing that Jonathan Martin that, said to never that's, do. That's always for show, though. To me, I thought that's for show. He did it himself. Yeah, exactly. But so who knows? He, so if that was his say, agent that said to go do that. Right. I, I don't know. I'm just saying. When I, when I see stuff like that and guys like him, I'm thinking that's so he can show us. That he's making proper steps. But then he comes out and do the same thing. I that, want to hear why he's so mad. People ch- people check into a sex uh, place. I'm like, for what? Tiger. Yeah, but not just Tiger. One of my favorite guys who was one on the X-Files, he did that. He David Duchovny. David Duchovny. Yeah, he checked into one. For what? What, what would you do that for? I don't know. It's, 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 you, come, can be, you can be addicted to anything. When you come out, you're going to be um, you're gonna do the same thing. Maybe. You when you come out, you're not. Yeah, it's gonna tough have sex. to be on a show like Californication sex. when you're a, when you're a sex addict. <laughs> I'm just saying, or in California, well, look, you're not going to um, have sex when you come out of sex. I don't know. Okay, Richie Incognito. He um, 
Yeah, he just. I think he wanted to be seen doing the most. I agree with you. 100%. Do you think that that's well, possible? He, what to happen? Sitting down and just yeah. airing out. Well, he don't need to air it out to us. Why don't you sit down and get your stuff together and air it out to a psychiatrist or something yeah. like that? People go to psychiatrists. I don't know why. But I, I wouldn't. I don't know why. But they Sarah, go to don't him. listen to that. Huh? My girlfriend's a therapist. I know. Well, won't, he, won't she reach out to him if she's worth her weight? Reach out to him. <laughs> reach out to him. I'm serious. You 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 do stuff and you do it you do it for free. She can't do it a pro bono. Do oh, it for she free. would do it pro bono, I think. Yeah, but because you you, you fix but it. It's a totally different field. It doesn't matter. But yeah, wait, wait, so going to see going, what part doesn't matter the, you, the field going to see oh, the field oh. going to see a psychologist would be fantastic. For yeah. Him. Um, uh, it's but the thing is, is, I think he should sit down exactly what you said and just air it out to somebody. I don't think it need to be public. I don't think you need to sit down. You don't for think it. that him going to a psychologist would be public at some point? No, uh, yeah, it'll get out. It'll get out. Just like uh, what was the the, the uh, Justin Bieber girlfriend went to and she checked herself into a habit a drug place. Did she? I don't know who Justin Bieber's well, girlfriend the, is. She, the young girl. She was young when they when both of them were young. I have no but idea. Anyway, but yeah, I think it gets out. All that stuff gets out. But at, at least. Somebody sent him there, or at least he's really getting some real therapy, and at least he don't have to beat up his car. Maybe he'll do it after he's out of the after he's out of the NFL. Because well, he you can think, do it now. Well, you think that he wouldn't think that that's a sign of weakness after all the stuff that Jonathan Martin has done and some or people, hasn't done? You know what? Some people need therapy as much as they don't think they do. Yeah, but you look at all those and NFL. Therapy g- could be talking to a best friend. I think I don't think sure. it has to be a. I agree, but look at all the NFL GMs. They're like, no, don't do it. We want all this anger. Them the ones uh, that we, need to go to therapy. I understand. But the GMs are like, put our jersey on, use all of that anger on the field. This is why you still have a job. Because you're a beast, you're good at what you do, you have quick feet, and you're an animal. But you those, don't want to soften up, quote unquote, soften up now before you retire. Those those same guys who, who when he's done, would not get him some help to, to sure. calm that no, anger down. You're thrown away. Yeah, you're thrown away and like, oh, well, he did his job for us. That's why there's a draft every year. That's why everything's on TV that shouldn't be on TV. There's some things on TV that should not be on TV. Combine? That too. We well, talk that's about, NFL Network at least. Yeah, but yeah. But when you're making money off, those kids, get, those guys, those college guys get none of that money that they generate from that being on TV. Yeah. Not a dime of it. I know. So it's, it's, what's different from what it's been the whole their whole life? Nothing. I'm just saying. My point is, but some they're on the precipice of getting paid. So this is like, so okay, so you go to college, you get education, so that that equals up to your. No, um, no, no, I'm talking about the combine. These guys are going to get drafted at the combine, possibly. Now, all of them that go to combine don't get drafted. Okay, I understand, but the majority Obviously. of them will get drafted or get picked because some people will see something in somebody that that wasn't drafted afterwards. Okay, we'll steal this guy. We'll see this guy after the draft. We'll pick him up right after. Like, I mean, there's. Most of the guys that are on TV, the, the top guys that didn't get paid through college, allegedly, and, I mean, they go to the combine. This, this is just the icing on the cake with regards to the college players not getting paid. So that'll be fine. They'll get paid. They'll get, they'll get, their, they'll get signed. They'll make their 20 mil, a couple of them. Did you hear what you just said? Yeah. Okay. That's going to be fine. Next. <laughs> next. Next. <laughs> I want to get into some Johnny Manziel, but we've got a minute before break, probably about 45 seconds. When did John Gruden become the quarterback guru? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I love he's, what he does. I, I love the show. And so do I. But you're not a quarterback funny. guru. Your quarter. Look who his quarterbacks were. They you, they weren't great quarterbacks. They wouldn't. You didn't have. Did he had Brad Johnson in Tampa. No, that was Tony Dungy. No. That was Tony Dungy that had Brad Johnson. No, I'll tell you who he had. He had um. Oh, Rich Gannon. Rich Gannon. Yeah. Rich Gannon. They were the number one offense in the NFL man. that year. Well, yeah, he had Tim Brown. Yeah. They, Rich, they had Jerry Rice too, right? Jerry Rice came, but that was Tim Brown's team. Rich Gannon. Uh, was a serviceable guy, but he, he wasn't a Troy Aikman. He was like a Trent Green. 
You know, like little, uh, Jeff a, Garcia. A tad bit better, yeah. But he was those guys, played within to the scheme of the offense, made the right Brian decision. Brian Greasy. Like a no, bunch of di- no, a bunch of different wait. teams. They played a he bunch was, of different he teams. He was not a Brian Greasy. He was not a Brian Greasy. Brian Greasy was the, the Michigan State Brian. I mean, Michigan Brian Greasy. Yeah. No. Brian Greasy had a, had a lot of good years with a lot of different teams. No, he didn't. He was a glorified backup. Well, there's nothing wrong with being a glorified I backup. I know that. As if a quarterback. As Jeff NFL, Garcia. He was 40 and tried to come back in the league still. And he did. Yeah. Tampa Bay. Go on. Let's take a break. <laughs> we talked some Johnny Manziel and his order and, and maybe a little bit more John Gruden. We got to get uh, Frank Caliente in the show. We got to. It'd be an easy thing. Come on, Sports Talk. We come right back. Alex Clancy in the studio. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. Sports continues to grow and evolve to ever-increasing prominence in today's society. On All Around Sports, host John Inglesby will connect with the leading newsmakers from the sports world, including players, owners, and fellow sports journalists, discussing the top news and events that are relevant to sports today. John will also report from and offer his experience of the world's top sports events. Tune in to All Around Sports with John Inglesby, Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Now you can take your favorite Voice America radio program with you anywhere. Sign up for our mobile app if you have an iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. The Voice America interactive radio player, powered by Aircast, gives you the freedom to listen to any of our programs anywhere, live, and on demand. No registration is required. Listen to your favorite Voice America hosts and discover new ones. Download the Voice America mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry, powered by Aircast. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or Twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN. Hey, welcome back to the Quarmel Lots of Sports Talk. Crazy what you quit for, huh? Uh-huh. <laughs> no, that's true, though. I know. It's true. I know. We're talking off the air. Don't worry about what we're talking about. <laughs> hey, Quarmel uh, Lots Sports Talk, Alex Clancy in the studio, 888-346-9144. Uh, we're talking about John Gruden as the quarterback guru, which he is not, but he has a great show. He does a great job on the, uh, uh, when he do, does the games during the, uh, yeah. year, during the season. Johnny Manziel was on his show. Um, before, before we get to that, no, we'll get to the, what I was going to talk about. Johnny Manziel was on the show, and I thought I, I watched the interview uh, that he does every year with the quarterbacks. And he is, um, he was well, he was not well coached. He was coached, but he didn't take the coaching well. Let me put it that way. Because he sounded like a robot. He sounded like uh, this is what he was talking. I'm, I'm, t- I'm a small time guy from a small town. Y- y- no, you're not. 
you may be from a small town, you're not a small time guy. Uh, and a lot of the decisions I thought that Johnny Manziel made, he made on his own recognizance. He did mm-hmm. them. He sure. did them on his own. It was got, got it, Kevin Sumlin paid. Yeah, I don't agree with that. <laughs> I don't agree with that. But I say. When you win the Heisman, people pull you in a lot of directions. That's uh, that's understandable. But when you get to those places, and he, you know, he, he also mentioned that he should have said no a lot of times, which is true. But you didn't say no, and you went to these places, and you act accordingly to how you act. So that's why you are Johnny Manziel or Johnny Football. That's why you more of an attraction than what I'm expecting you to do on a football field as a as a leader of a team. That doesn't mean that he can't do it, though. I, not at all, because I, I haven't seen that he can't do it yet. I mean, mm-hmm. That's what I saw in college, as I'm speaking on. But to to go into these interviews, and he was at the combines, and I'm sure he interviewed with these um, scouts. You you have not scouts, but GMs. You know, interview with scouts, but with the GMs, and, I'm, and it just sounded like that was rehearsed to me. It sounded like it was rehearsed. You're not small time. You you come from a privileged background. Mm-hmm. You're not small time. You, you you may be from a small town. Uh, can't take that away. But you're not small time, and you go to a big university, and you do what you do, and you you win the Heisman. Then you check yourself out of school, or actually go to school online because you all of, all of a sudden is the first guy to win the Heisman who can't be on campus with regular people. You were just in high school two years ago. Yeah, you can. What I mean that that could have been a scapegoat for a number of things. That classes are easier online. He's, he knew he was only going to be there for another year. All these things. I mean, you can't take anything a college kid says seriously. What? Because you can't take anything a college kid says seriously. Like with this, all the stuff that he did in the offseason, oh, swept under the rug, fine. Now he can just come out and say, yeah, I took a whole bunch of money. I wanted to make my own money. So what, what are you going to do to me now? You can't do anything now. And that's a problem with college football. I think that he is a normal kid in an extraordinary situation. I do think that, and I think that he's going to wow all of the scouts, everybody that he interviews, because he's an articulate, he's a good kid, that wanted to be a kid. He's never done anything wrong, uh, allegedly. That we saw? Well, yeah. I mean, he's not. He's never gotten into trouble. He just wanted to, he wanted to ride the coattails of his Heisman. He, yeah, he wants to go sit, he wants to go sit uh, courtside at a basketball game. He Hang wants out to, with LeBron James? Yeah, and, and he Drake. wants to go hit uh, batting practice with the, with, uh, the Padres. Do you want to do that? I, I don't see why he can't do that. I don't understand why he can't do that. You know who makes a lot about that is the people who can't do those things. They make more of it. But he did some things that were, he could have controlled his situation. You put yourself in those situations. You got to act accordingly. You bo- he might have. We don't know if he has or not. We do know. It, it's it's documented. It, we, we saw it. What, what part are you talking I'm about? I'm talking about this, the autographs. I'm, I'm so glad he signed those autographs. Well, we don't know I'm, if he did. That's a legend. I'm so glad he did what he did. Uh, and you already know why. We, I talked about it on the air yes. quite a few times. Yes. I'm so glad he did that because why shouldn't a college athlete make money off his name, his talent? I saw. I said... I say often that the greatest business is is to write somebody else, write someone else's passion, talent off on your taxes. Yeah, and that's what the NFL does. That's but well said. It's um that's the greatest business or the greatest scheme or the greatest criminal act or whatever. Yeah. But a lot of those things, why shouldn't a kid in college be able to make money off his name? Why can't I give a regular student uh, my jersey? Or why can't I give a, a place of business on that campus or around that city, town, community, my jersey? I know some guys at Ohio State give their pen away when they beat Michigan. They get their pen. They get tattoos. They get cars. Why can't? Are you going to buy me that car? I can't get a job. Kids cannot work in college. Right. 
And then, if you're on scholarship. Yeah, but everybody who doesn't come from Johnny Manziel's background. Right. So if I can't work on college, where am I getting this money? You want me to take out a loan that I got to pay back that I can't pay back? Yeah, I like to think I'm going to the NFL, but not all those guys that play collegiate football think they're going to the NFL, regardless of what the, the mass population may think. A lot of those guys don't think they're going to the right. NFL. A lot of them want to take advantage of that education, and they do. I had some guys at my school say, we're here to play football. I thought they were playing. They were serious. That's why they were in summer school every year. With everything that you've seen, do you think Johnny Manziel is going to be coachable in the NFL? I think he will. He won't be in the NFL. Huh? I think he will, or he won't be in the yeah. NFL. I mean, He's coachable. Does he have a shelf life? Yeah. Like, do you think he has six three years? years? No, no I'm saying, like, do you, have, do you think he has three years to prove himself? Or he'll become a wanderer. He's not. He's not this guy. He, if he if he's a first rounder, he's Jimmer Fredette coming out of college basketball right now. Jimmer Fredette is good. What are you talking about? College. He was one of the best. He was a top thirty, top fifty college basketball player ever by the numbers. I think. Okay. So was Johnny Manziel, but they're both undersized for their position. They're both great at what they do, but that doesn't necessarily mean that that's going to translate to the NBA or the NFL. I want to talk about. I want to talk about. Uh, you make you bring up a great comparison. Um, or a good comparison of for that, but on Johnny Manziel, Johnny Manziel's side of it, I think he'll if he goes to the right team. I don't expect him to come out and be Andrew Luck or RG three or or those um, first round guys that have to play right away. I think that guy, if he goes to a veteran guy, if he goes to Houston, he can sit behind uh, Matt Schaub. Mm-hmm. But if he goes to Jacksonville, he's going to play right away. Yeah. And then we're going to Cleveland, find out. Cleveland, Oakland, he's going to three, play right four, away. five. I, I think Terrell, I think Terrell Pryor should be the starter. I agree. In Oakland. I agree. I think he should be the starter in Oakland. But if you take Johnny Manziel there, what you going to do? You're supposed to play him. But you have you will have two first round one supplementary. But you will have two first round guys over there at the quarterback position. It's the guy who makes the play. Terrell Pryor was playing well last year yeah. before he got hurt. Yeah, you don't but, want to have that quarterback controversy right when Johnny Manziel comes not in. Not when you're trying to build anyway. You don't want that circus and say right and then. You know, a lot of these guys, like Terrell in his, in his athletic professional career is somewhat still young, although he might have been there th- three or four years, four yeah. years. But he hasn't been on that field that long. He looked great. So mentally, I don't want that to be – I think so too. I, mentally, I don't want that to be a problem with him. Right. As, as, as far as for dirt, uh, for that real quick, I think he shoots lights out. I think if he goes to the right team, like, like Kevin Love. He the, goes Bulls, to, the Bulls are uh, close would, to signing him right now. Would be perfect. Yeah. Would so, be and perfect. he's shooting almost 50% from three-point range this yeah. year. So the uh, Saint, uh, Sacramento, I think they're. I don't, I'm not really sure why they're doing this. I, maybe they didn't want to pay him the full extent of his contract, but they need. Everybody needs shooters, and he's proving that he yeah. can play on the NBA level. Yeah, I mean, maybe not seventh overall like he was drafted, seventh or ninth overall, but yeah, he can play, and it takes a couple years. And so if Johnny Manziel needs, as you said, if he needs to perform right away, That's Jacksonville, cool. it's going to be problematic. Because he doesn't have anything in Jacksonville to make him successful. He and it's easy to have no tape on Johnny Manziel because you know that he only stays in the pocket for two and a half seconds, and then he's gone. I would take, um, I would take, Jackson, I would take Texas A&M offense and play Jacksonville's defense yeah. and, and, and see how it comes. See, I like games like that. Like Florida State's baseball about to play the Yankees. I think oh, they did. Yeah, they, I think I think it's, it's fun. Those those are fun little games because you 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 see how these guys compare. Great for the general managers. Great for those to see how they compare against the major guys. No, it's great it's, for the kids, and it's, it's great for the kids, and it's fun. It gives them more. If you got some ambition, it gives you that more willpower to want to stay focused. I think little little preseason games and stuff like that, exhibition games, are fun. Sure, Johnny Manziel goes to a um, 
a team where he has to play right away with no help around him, and I don't see him any help in Jacksonville. So you think he's going to be coachable? I think he will be coachable. You think he'll be coachable? If, if he wants to be the face of a franchise, yes. You don't want your – well, I wouldn't say you don't want your in, in another position to be a face, but most times it's the quarterback. And if you're going to be the face of a court, of franchise, you're going to have to be coached. You're going to have to learn from somebody. Even if you got a third-year guy over there, you've got to learn what he knows the three years he's been in the National Football League. I think that he's gotten to where he wants to be already. Like, I think that – I think well, that then he's never going to play No, I understand that. And I think with him, because money's not an issue for his family and himself – I think that the driving force to eat, breathe, and love and play football every second of your life, I think might be, I'm not saying waning, and I think this might be far-fetched a little bit. However, he's going to go down as one of the best college football players of all time. He just is. There's a bunch of them now. I mean, every year there's going to be maybe one or two added to it. First year, second year, he put Texas A&M on the map. He stayed in Texas instead of going to a different state. He's going to be a top-five pick. You think? Wait, wait. You say Johnny Manziel put them on the map? Johnny Manziel brought Texas A and M back to prominence, oh. especially in the SEC, as their yeah, first year in the back, SEC. Back, I would, I would agree. Yeah, obviously, but, obviously, yeah. Texas A and M's been they've been relevant, right, For the but most part, he he chose to not go somewhere else, and he wanted to bring this team in, into the SEC as their quarterback. So, I mean, he's done a lot already that other people didn't think he was going to do. Nobody really knew until midway through the f- first freshman year that he was legit. And now he's legit, and now everybody's talking about him, so it's like... I think he... It's he, kind of the Tim Tebow effect. It's like he might have hit his ceiling already. I hope and not. And we don't know. Oh, same. I so not. do I. I hope, I hope not. not, too. Johnny Mazzell got to be a kid, and he, he got to take advantage. He got to be a kid at a high level because it came with the Heisman behind him. So he got to go different places. Most college guys won't be able to go right away. So he got to be a kid, which is fine. Remember you dealing with a guy who was in high school two years ago. He got to do all that. Again, with the Heisman behind him, so I, I don't. I hope he didn't get all that out of his system. I, so I hope he's still trying to have fun. But I hope he understand when he's at work and you're on the clock. And now it's work. It's business, right? It's business. It's always work. It's a difference, but it's business now. Now you got other guys' lives at stake. Yeah, and and it was fun. Jay Williams, remember the uh, the point guard for Duke? Yes, the late nineties motorcycle guy. Yeah, right. Um, I, I heard an interview with him, and it was really interesting. He talked about this. This will pretend, I promise. He was, um, he was talking about Coach K, and he was debating whether to leave or stay because uh, I think he left after two years. And Coach K said, once you leave University of Duke, you will not be having the same kind of fun that you were having here because you're going to be held accountable, yeah. all of these things. And Jay said something to the effect of, I've never had as much fun as I had in college. I wasn't making any money. We were winning championships. I was the king of the world at that campus. That's the most fun that I've ever had. How much take away all make? the money away? Yeah, because now it's business. Now you're accountable for a whole lot of things. You Everything. Do. Now you you're yeah. right. You clock in. You clock out. Yep. Film study triples. You can't I go mean, anywhere and do something silly. You can't go anywhere. If somebody saw you drinking, Alex drinking in the bar, and you playing with the such and such team, they will say what. And you can't have a bad – you're not going to be 100% on your game every time you go out to play. But it, here's a story where he drinks at the bar. You only see me one time at the mm-hmm. bar. But the story is he drinks at the bar. Yeah. No wonder he's been playing well. It's because most people, most fans uh, bet on games. And when you, lo- when you, Alex, lose their money because they got a gambling problem, yeah. it becomes a whole issue with now he drinks at the bar. Yep. It's, it's crazy. I want to, we're going to take a break, but I want to come back and talk about 
this is why fans shouldn't charge the floor. Because you can get beat up, but you won't do that outside of that. We still want to talk about some football. Riley Cooper uh, signs. Got a there. lot of yeah, money. Yeah, got a lot of money, but $10 million of it is guaranteed. Um, Tate is up. Uh, should he stay? Should he go? Good question. Kwame Sports Talk, Alex Clancy. We'll be right back. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. What sets apart VoiceAmerica.tv from the other video content providers on the Internet? Choice and flexibility means that you can host your video content live or on demand on the main VoiceAmerica.tv channels through your own branded media player or your own private TV channel. We support multiple media formats, so all of your video content can be in one place. We offer a number of advertising and video packages. For more information, visit VoiceAmerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us surprise you. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I could dig it, baby. Welcome, welcome to the Quarm Live Sports Talk. Alex Clancy. That was Alex Clancy. And that was his, uh, me. <laughs> <laughs> we are back. We were talking to uh, Son Manziel. Hope Manziel having reached the top of the, his athletic career, as did... Uh, Tim Tebow. Tebow. I mean, obviously, you can't really compare the two, but yes, you can. They're in the same kind of Both are um, white quarterbacks. under the same. You can, you can move on. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. Um, no, um, I, I like to see him play well on the next level, Johnny Manziel. I, I like to see. So would Roger Goodell. Yeah, exactly. You know, because they can market that, and and if Tim, if if he's trying to market himself as he did in the uh, in collegiate level, he's going to be fine. Like uh, Chad Johnson was fine. Yeah, he's gonna be. Uh, well, maybe not, but I, it'll be interesting. I like to see. I just hope he's not as much of a diva. Well, we know Roger. I, he's a receiver. Yeah, he I know he's gotta, a receiver. You're right. But, You're right. But Roger Goodell, it, we know, we know how f- uh, finicky he is with with um, who he finds and how he finds the people. So it'd be interesting to see how what what treatment Johnny Manziel will get, or if you get, if you give him a learning curve to say, okay, you can't do this. He might get a helmet to the chest as treatment to, to start the season. No, nobody's I mean, going to. Somebody's going to light him up. <laughs> if he and runs, we gotta see. I hope. That he doesn't. I hope that his career isn't hindered early on through injury. I hope that we get to see him. If he's going to fail, I want to see him fail on the field. I don't want to see him just, you know, tear his ACL or something in the first year, and then have him be hindered like RG three after that. I don't want him to be able to throw twelve picks in two games or something. I want him to fail on the field and not not through injury, because that'd be bad. I mean, look at RG three. I feel so bad for RG three to a certain extent because now he's. He's on the way to being damaged goods, and he's only been in the league two years. I, I think, yeah, uh, we, we'll keep an eye on that, but definitely uh, he's, he is a story. He's a great talent. 
Uh, we'll see how that talent transfer to the NFL, the National Football League, or where his maturity level will be as such as a leader. Uh, if he could command the respect of his teammates, go out there and win some win some games for his uh, prospective team. Um, KU coach Bill Seth, Kansas University coach Bill Seth. Who? Says uh, <laughs> Wichita State should be number one. Do you agree, Alex? Real quick, I don't want to be on, long on this subject, yeah. but I, but it's more this yes. more yes, I do. But that's more politics for him to say that anything because it takes one of those top real top teams out of the number one bracket. Well, I mean, and it might take him out of it if he be, he don't be careful. Okay, so let's look at this. So Kansas is ranked what like. Fifth or fourth, something like oh, that. Oh, fifth with six losses. It's University of Kansas. Go. Yeah, and Duke, six losses. Okay, they should be out well, of the top Duke, ten. Where's Duke ranked? Who should They're be? sixth. Oh. Nobody in the top ten has less than has more than four losses, except for Duke and Kansas, who have six. This is ridiculous. Competition, These teams, man. Competition. This, that's bull. I like God, the, I want to like, swear. Like I never SEC. swore on this show before, and it's, I want to. Yes, you have. It's like the SEC. It doesn't matter. It's like the SEC. It that's, what I, that's what you've Alex, so many more games. That's what I've been saying. Kansas, who's good in the Big Twelve? What are you watching? Big Twelve, all of them. Who? It's Big let's Twelve. See, let's see what Big Twelve teams are in the top ten. Why don't besides you look them. it up? Why don't you look it up? Zero besides Kansas. It's a competition, man. I'm telling you, it's the oh conference. oh man. Is Oklahoma State even there? Oklahoma State is out of the top twenty. They play tonight, and there's a there's a few places. The Bungalow, uh, which is a KU. Um, site where you want to watch the games. They play tonight, I think, believe, at 6. The Bungalow and there's two other places. I can't... I can't. Um, Sandbar is one, but that's the Sandbar in North Scottsdale. These are places for all you KU fans, Rock Chalk, Go KU, that want to watch the game. The Bungalow on uh, Scottsdale Road yeah, is my, one of the places. Yeah, one of my friend GMs that now. Yeah. Oh, does he? Yeah. Free drinks? Well, not for you. For me. Oh, I'll burn that place down. Oh, you will? That's, that's you know, that's, uh, yeah. That's free, rational. Drinks, free drinks. Um, Iowa State, Big Iowa, 12. Alex that's Fran. one who's number 15 who just lost. So, well, you talking about right it's now? It's so ridiculous, Alex. It's so rid- a lot of just because were, preseason, rank- preseason rankings ranked. are such a joke. They, were, they don't agree. count. You shouldn't rank guys until like the fifth game of the season. Right. So nobody would be ranked from the Big Twelve Kansas if that were the case. Were, are you crazy? Twenty-one at six. Twenty-one. You're high. Twenty-one at six. The talent on that team. It, it, here's what rankings. Here's what rankings mean. Or here's why they rank these teams. So they can market the NCAA and whomever else is involved with the big money scheme can market these teams and say, well, we put Kansas in one of these brackets. Is that fair? No, that's not fair. That's not fair to anybody. It's not fair that Wichita State is undefeated and they're not – and they're in the NCAA, and they're not number one. Yeah. I mean, Florida's conference it's is It's not awful. fair that Boise State won all those games and couldn't play for a national championship. Yeah, well, they lost the last game of the year three years yeah, in a row. But look, they, they didn't have a chance to be in that, in that they conversation. They would have. No, they wouldn't. They, they would have gave it to them. The they year, it okay. was always SEC. Oh, I understand. No, uh, Alabama lose two games and found their way yeah, back that to was the after, game. That was after Kellen, That was after Kellen Moore. It that was, was still, after. It, it, they were number three in the country. The number one and number two team lost all but Boise State had to do was kick a field goal to win a game, and they would have been in the national championship game, and the history would have the been completely different. The conversation for probably four years when Boise State was on top of their game was they had never played for a national championship. This was head of the people, head of the NCAA, or whomever was in charge of uh, ranking this, this nonsense. They are, well, the SEC is the toughest conference. Yeah, we know that. We agree. We watch the games. They are tough. But if you lose, you lose. Don't say you lost to SEC. Don't say Alabama lost to LSU. Well, strength of schedule is huge. Well, in college basketball, at least, Don't going back say to the initial thing. L- Alabama lost to LSU. Well, it was LSU. They're in the same conference. They beat each other up. This is what I'm telling you as far as the, um, this is what I'm telling you as far as the, um, 
the, the Jayhawk Conference, or not the Jayhawk Conference, but it is our conference. But, Get out of here. the Big 12, early in the season, a lot of those Big 12 teams were ranked. So that's why Kansas with five or six losses, and depending on who they lose to, that's how they rank them. But I really believe the ranking is for I can market these teams when, it, when this region, during the March Madness, this region where you're going to have Kansas over here, you're going to have Duke over here, they want to make as much money around the country as they can. You see how they disperse all these guys on the four corners of the uh, country? They disperse them. So Yeah, but getting that number one overall seed is so huge, huge. because you always it's play huge. closest to home. Yeah, it's huge. Uh, Kansas is going to play in Kansas City. No, get out of here. They're going to play in Kansas City. They're closer to home. If they got that number one ranking. They won't get a number one overall seed. Yes, they it's will. It's impossible. Yes, they will. That is just blind blind love for, your, you see, um, for, your, for your own honor. Like you in San Diego and you in the Lakers. Did you see... Um, 17 championships. I just, <laughs> I just did that for you. <laughs> Not better than Boston. Okay. Did you see um, the college game Heck. where the uh, – I, I don't know what made the kid throw the ball at his opponent. I, I don't even know what happened. All I saw was it come, came on. New Mexico State. New, yeah, New Mexico State. And who was it? Um, Valley something? Valley School? Christian? Utah Valley. Utah Valley. What, I don't know what made him throw that ball, but then the fans charged the floor. Here's why the fans should charge the floor. And we had this conversation, uh, a disagreement I should say. Yeah, you charge the floor, and you get into the opponent's face, uh, or or the visitors, the uh, Mississippi was it um, New Mexico State. Mm-hmm. You get into their face. W- would you do that on the street? And are you ready for the consequences? And now some of those players are about to get fined. That guy who threw the ball definitely should get fined. Yeah. Not fined, but oh, suspended. he'll get suspended. Yeah, he should get suspended. He should be getting fined because they should be playing college. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. But he's gonna get suspended and. For his actions, but the other guys that was on the floor, I like to see the uh, consequences of, of what happened by the fans charging the floor. Here's the thing: the fans charging the floor is power in numbers, so nothing's going to happen on the street because there's it's ten thousand fans. Power I mean, there's numbers. so many that, fans. That's a, that's a bunch of cowards. I can beat a bunch of cowards by myself. I can beat a bunch of cowards by myself. They're cowards. Why? They won't do that in the street. That's what cowards do. They need some backup. You hit a bully in the face. What's going to happen after that? He's not bullying you anymore. Okay. But this isn't about this. This is on this the, the same court. thing. This is the same it's thing. It's on the basketball court. This is the same thing. I, this is the exact same thing. You got some a bunch of guys, a bunch of it's fans. It's not like gladiators. Like like two gladiators are fighting one Absolutely to the death. Not. And then no, all the no, fans those, come those down. Are not cowards. Oh, well, I don't know if they're cowards. Yeah, but, they're the but idiots. <laughs> one, maybe, maybe one of them might be. That's why he lost. But you can't. Those same, those, those same fans running on the floor. Um, I, I when I first see it, I like to think it's the excitement. We won. We beat the team. We okay. You probably haven't beat that team before, or, or you wouldn't be running on the floor. Kind of like the uh, North Carolina game we we talked about last week, earlier this week. But to get into the opponents or the visiting team face and do all that nonsense, and then throw punches at them. Yeah, yeah. And this is when player safety comes into play. This is when the fourth wall that's broken should not be broken. If you win a game, I despise rushing the court, especially. With a t- with the college that's heralded like North Carolina, we talked about that. ASU rushing the court. Um, a lot of people just want to jump on the court because they're drunk and, and they don't care, you know. And it's Arizona. What I mean, you? that's that's what it is. That does not a rivalry make. I mean, just because Arizona State and Arizona are in the same in the same state doesn't mean they're rivals. And and I will stand by that. People are giving me a lot of crap for saying that, but to your point. You don't think ASU and U of A are rivals? Not in basketball. When is ASU? When has it been a relevant? Rivalry. I think they rivals. I, 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 well, I, I mean, know, obviously I know, I know Arizona, Arizona State, Utah, Utah State, USC, UCLA. But USC, UCLA have always been relevant. 
Well, they've been relevant. They haven't been relevant. They've gone back and forth. When has ASU ever been relevant basketball-wise? Except James, for two James years with James Harden. Yeah. Doesn't count as a rivalry. No, it's not a rivalry to U of A. It's a rivalry to ASU. It's not a rivalry to U of A. Oh, it's but, a rivalry to ASU. Okay, but, fine. But look, I to, the to, weaker, to I, the weaker team. Yes, but because they want to beat them. That's why they run, rushed out. I talked to two guys who ran track for – one ran track for ASU, one ran tr- track for U of A. The U of A guy didn't look at the ASU guy as a rival, but he said they was always beating us. Uh, then the ASU guy goes to U of A and went in the track meet, and they just celebrated. He's like, I'll always remember that. Yeah, but it wasn't totally. a rival to that. So you make a good point. Damn you got to wrap it up. Quam Lodge Sports Talk. Alex Clancy. Check all our search engines, uh, Twitters, uh, uh, Facebook, and all those things. Unfortunately, we got to go. we talk to you guys next week, Monday. for tuning in this week. Join us every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 12 noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.